So here we go, fourth and about a foot for the Lions, just shy of midfield. Goff up under center, Justin Jackson alone back. Goff's gonna throw it, back and looking, throws wide open left side. Brock Wright with it, to the 30, Brock Wright 25, Brock Wright 20, comes back at the 10, to the 5, yes. to the end zone, touchdown Detroit Lions! Oh my, 51 yards, Goff to Brock Wright, and the Lions are back in front. Oh baby, how big is that? Brock Wright! Yes. Brock Wright. <laughs> I don't know if I should tell you guys to breathe or tell myself to breathe. Let's all take a breath. Chalk with straight shots and then pop bottles. Yeah. Flirt with the hood rats, then pop models. Uh -huh. Chalk with that. straight shots and then pop bottles. Yeah. Flirt with the hood rats, then Okay, pop we popping champagne like we won a championship game. Look like I got on a championship game. Cause I ball hard. No, just me ball harder. Hello and welcome to episode 89 of The Fizz. Thank you guys so much for joining us. I am here with my main men, Channy. Channy, how we doing, man? Doing good, Frank. How you doing, brother? Wonderful. I am doing fucking great. Thank you for asking. And I'm also with Big Lou, the Big Slip Bandit. How we doing? Doing great, baby. Christmas week. Let's go. Putting the Christ in Christmas. You got it, Channy. Amen. The boys are just absolutely buzzing. We had a fantastic World Cup final on Sunday, followed by a much larger event, which is the Detroit Lions beating the Jets on the road in absolutely fantastic fashion. And we will get to all of that. We absolutely promise you that. But first off, how was your guys' weekends? I had a pretty good weekend, a very a very festive weekend, you could say. Went uh, went dual Christmas parties, uh, one on Friday, one on Sunday, and then went uh, simp night Saturday in downtown Rochester doing the lights, couple drinks, cozy up by the fire type deal. Saturdays are for simps. That's Saturdays it, are for Saturdays simps. are for simping. Yeah. They yeah. used to be for the boys, and now they're just. Now they're just for simping. Complete 180. So, yeah. like, how hard did you simp? Like, you said, like, you just did the, like, look at the lights, get a coffee. It, yeah, minus the coffee. We, we looked at the <laughs> lights, and then uh, I was at Gus O'Connor's for, like, two hours. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then we went to uh, Main Street, played darts before all the hooligans got there, you know, around, like, seven-ish. Um, yeah, it was good. It was a good time. What there kind of go. darts? You get a real dartboard? You get the electronic kind? Oh, we got the electric one tough, with the tough, cricket on there. Very yeah, tough. All digital. Very tough. Yep, yep. Yeah. Very level. tough. Not a crowd favorite. Level. I understand. Very it's okay. Low level. Not okay. no grit whatsoever. So, <laughs> you know what? I had a very festive weekend as well. Good. Um, unfortunately, I was with Big Slip on Friday mm. and Sunday. Mm, so simp. At our holiday party. So <laughs> you missed I didn't, the simp night. Yeah, yeah, I didn't simp with them on Skipped Saturday. Skipped on simp night? Yeah, I think uh, I simped out uh, and uh, played house, celebrated my mother-in-law's birthday Saturday night. That's, yeah, that's, um, that's So simp. happy birthday to my mother-in-law, Sandy. Yep. I know you're a listener. Happy B-Day, Sandy. Yep, happy B-Day, Sandy. So, um, but uh, like Lou said, just really festive. Everyone's always happy around the holidays. People who don't usually drink are like getting time off mm -hmm. and drinking. Um, you're seeing everybody. I mean, we tore it up on Sunday night. I mean, we did. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was kind of moving slow yeah, uh, Monday morning at work. but Very um, slow. You know, it's always good seeing everybody. You're eating too much. You're drinking a little too much. You're waking up a little too late the next morning for work. Um, but always a great time of year. Just try to get out, simp out, and uh, have a good time. Yeah. Chuck, Chuck. Yeah, this is the uh, that time of year where it's kind of like every day could be is like something. You know, whether you're running around for 
stuff to prepare for the events you're doing right. or like Shopping. the events that you're doing. Yeah. Yep. Holiday parties for the office, friends parties, uh, you know, in-law parties, family parties. So yeah, I had the same thing. Did a, did a holiday party on Friday with a bunch of friends and family. And then Saturday, the exact same thing, but in-law party. And then Sunday, Celebrated, watched the game with the the big slip. Oh here yeah, we had a, he we went had a nice other. little little yeah. outing there Sunday uh, afternoon. Yeah, a lot of Ubers, a lot of Ubers this weekend. Uh, Safety just, first, yeah, though. Keep it That's safe, right, baby. Keep it safe out there. That's right. And Uber's cheaper than a DUI, folks. Much, no matter what. No matter what. Literally, no, almost no matter what. One hundred percent. But um, so so at these Christmas parties, you guys. So did you guys have any? You guys play any games or like was there like themes to it or yes. like what was it? So the Friday one was a our buddy actually owns a gym, so it was kind of more of a work party, and then he invited everyone who works out at the gym there too. Nice. So that was more just like a at a bar get together, drink, pizza, start to brown out, yeah, a lot get of boozing, you know. Mm-hmm. And then Sunday was uh, actually a pajama slash Christmas sweater party. We did the white elephant. Our buddy was like great with everything. He gave everyone a clue when they walked in. And a clue? Yes. Yeah, and he like hid shots around the house. Yes. Are you kidding me? No. no. So this was hid- one of the better Christmas parties I went to. Yes. Yeah. So he hid shots, and the once you found your shot, you could either take it or you could hand it out to anyone at the party. And I'm guessing they were like shooters, or did he? Yeah. Like, yeah. Or did yeah. he like pour these there things? Was like and they were like peppermint schnapps shooters. <laughs> I thought yeah. they were like poured in the. They were like collecting dust <laughs> that behind, be awesome. like, yeah, like behind the toilet. Found <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. No, no. So it was fun, and um, yeah, it was one of those. Uh, you know, you play the game, you play the card games at the table. Yeah. Everyone just kind of sits around. But um, I will say, time. though, that uh, the White Elephant was the most intense White Elephant <laughs> game that I've ever played. Yeah. Like, for some reason, whenever somebody would open something cool, everyone would start screaming about it. I remember vividly uh, someone got a shot roulette game, and they opened it up, and we were just like, open it up! Open it right now! <laughs> Fucking open it! Yeah. So, so it was good. It was we, a lot of fun. We had a family white elephant uh, on Saturday, and I wasn't, you know, you guys are with a little bit of a younger crowd. I'm doing a family thing. But, like, it was honestly the least eventful, like, white elephant <laughs> I've ever. I've, like, there was there no couldn't, stealing. There couldn't have been less, like, pizzazz to it if we tried. Like, we got one little nip of fun right at the end, and it was, like, my brother-in-law, like, stole from my sister-in-law. And it was, like, the thing I got, which is a champagne athletic so to go check out the store. But it was that was, like, the only exception we had so complete opposite of that but still you know good time good time overall and that was the thing was there was a couple different groups of people and like people from different groups that didn't know each other prior to the event were stealing from each yeah, other yeah, yeah. no like, that's that is always good yes. i've done a few of those where it's like you don't know the guy at all but then you're just like i, I, I really want, want that, that item. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like i don't i'm not gonna be polite here sorry yeah great that, great white elephant gift so we ended up getting a kodak reusable oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, disposable camera. camera. Yeah. And we took pictures at the party and I'm actually kind of excited to see like what they look like. Because yeah. nowadays you take a picture and you're like, oh how did it look? I'm gonna delete it. Yeah. I'm gonna edit it. Like we have no idea, me or my wife, what's on that camera right now. That's so funny. Dude, you actually just reminded me in my desk at home, I have not a not the well, yeah, I guess the it's Polaroid a, one. No, that, it's like, not. Prints them? No, I oh, don't. Okay. I have just like the traditional like yeah, disposable yeah, that's what we camera. Had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I have that, and I've had that in the drawer since my buddy's wedding 
which is literally like four years ago to the date. Really? And it's been, it's out of pictures and it, all the pictures were not at that wedding. So I just need to go get that developed. Yeah. I literally, yeah. I literally have no clue what's on there. It's like thing. a hidden treasure. Yeah. That'd that's be awesome fun. to look through. That's yeah. fun. Yeah. I'm going to start carrying one of those around. I like that. Yeah. You know, yeah. maybe give yourself 90 days to yeah. take pictures of your life and see what happens. Throw at it the end in of a the drawer. You always get bit. like the weird effects from the camera and the lighting on those yeah. pictures too. So like they look sweet yeah. or they look like shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Someone's fingers over the lens or something, you know? So, uh, Chani, I know you're not a movie guy, just in in general. But around the holidays at all, do you like start watching any holiday movies, or do you like, you know, do you make it a point to, or do you not mind them, or so have you seen any? Yes, I like holiday movies. Um, not holiday movie. Shocker there. <laughs> yeah. Thank okay. God. <laughs> ah, humbug. <laughs> yeah. Scrooge is his idol. Yeah. So, um, but uh, I'm actually going to see the new Avatar this Friday. Non holiday movie, but wow. just a thing yeah. to do around the holidays. I want to see go that to see too. That looks movie. unreal. Yeah. But um, I love Home Alone. I try to watch Home Alone every year. Um, that's one of my favorite Christmas movies. And then, you know what? These people that say fucking Die Hard isn't a Christmas movie. It pisses me off. Yeah. Not on my watch. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. I watch it around Christmas. I've seen it a couple times, but I hate the people that like just try to be contrarians. Like, well, Home Alone's not one. How the fuck is Home Alone not a Christmas movie? They're they celebrating for Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, and they're celebrating Christmas. Yes. Too. Yeah, the whole thing. Every scene is a Christmas scene. Right. All his weapons are Christmas weapons. Yes. Like, you know. Exactly. Stepping on ornaments That's, and yeah. shit. Yeah. So Asinine takes. Yeah. In the long and short, I try to always get Home Alone. That's my one that I try to watch in the yeah. month of December. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Um, I would say for me, you know, growing up, it's, me and my dad get, kind of shows you you know, who, who my dad is, who I am. Like, Bad Santa was, like, our, was our absolute. Oh, yeah. That movie's too. hilarious. Movie, that movie's that movie, awesome. The movie rocks. Billy like, Bob's the best player in that it's, ever. It's unreal. And, like, the most underrated thing in that movie is just the woman who keeps trying to make sandwiches for them. Like, she <laughs> offers to make sandwiches, like, 26 times in the most inopportune, like, Sandwich moments. time. Yeah. that. So that movie always sticks with me. And then uh, Big Elf Family as well. Okay, yeah. And I recently just learned that... Uh, Will Ferrell got offered $29 million for an Elf remake and turned it down. Wow. Really? Yeah. I respect that. Yeah. He didn't want didn't to fucking muddy up the waters in that. You yeah, because apparently he was super nervous uh, when the original one came out. And I actually do remember seeing previews. This movie's older than we would think. But like... like when did that come out? Like 2005? The, the fucking year like shocked me. Elf movie year. Let's type this boy I'm in. I'm guessing 2005. Very Even close. earlier. Yeah, really? Very close. 2003. Okay. That's still fucking... Dude, that's a 20-year-old movie. Yeah, that's wild. Almost a 20-year-old movie. Would have never thought that. Crazy that's crazy. Me. But I remember seeing previews for this being like, this movie's going to stink. Yeah. I remember thinking it was going to suck, and then it ended up rocking. Ended yeah. up being great. Awesome. Very, very... It uh, fills you with that Christmas cheer right at the end. What about you, Lou? You got a favorite Christmas movie? Yeah, no surprise here for Chandler, but uh, Christmas Vacation is easily my number one favorite. No and surprise. And then uh, <laughs> backup plan would be Bad Santa. Bad Santa rocks. Yeah, 100%. And you know what? I still, like, every once in a while, I got to throw on Christmas Story, get a little Red Rider action. You yeah. know, it's an absolute classic. Yeah. Nothing wrong with it. Enjoy it. No, no. There's a lot of good, got a, a lot of good Christmas flicks out there. There's some I haven't seen in a long time. That there's I a like. lot of like new weird ass Christmas movies on Netflix. Have you seen like some of those? Like, yeah, like Lindsay Lohan. Christmas. Yeah, well, come on, those suck. 
Yeah. Um, they need, they're going for something good. Have you ever seen that graphic of like all the Lifetime movies of the holiday movies? And it's like the two most generic, like good looking white people. Like, and everyone is like, it's called like Home for the Holidays or Holidays at Home. And Every they're, plot's but they're all, the same. They're all, yeah, exactly the yes. same. Like they're returning to their home city and run into their high school crush. And I fucking hate Dude, Hallmark I just, movies. I just <laughs> seen a preview for one and I don't know how she popped up on my algorithms on my social media, but do you, you guys remember Trish Stratus? Oh yeah. From no. WWE. Hell no. yeah. She was like a Stacey w- Keebler. Yeah, she was like yeah. a WWE diva. She's starting it, starring in one of those Christmas movies where she goes home and falls in love with her high school sweetheart. Was I'm she like, working at Hooters in the movie? Nice. Uh, no, no, she wasn't. <laughs> Falling for Christmas is the Lindsay Lohan movie you're talking oh, about, God. and it's the exact cover I described. There's a new one out this year called Violent Open Up for Christmas. <laughs> Violent Night. Uh, that, I saw that. That's one. what the guy from uh, it's Hopper from Stranger Things. Yes. Curious if that's any good. Uh, Four Christmases, low-key a funny movie. I like. I just watched that, too, with Vince Vaughn. Yes, that's a good That's, that's a, a good funny one, one yeah. yeah. Good. I've never seen The Night Before. Is that good? With uh, with uh, Seth Rogen. It's like supposed to be like... I've never seen that one either. No. Yeah. Right. I keep thinking of that other one they made, the comedy. Uh, which one? The Night After or something. It's like all those guys are in it. Oh, uh, Office Party? No. Uh, end of Time, maybe. Oh, I, uh, I know which one you're talking about. It's like Seth Rogen's in it. Like, it's a star-studded cast. Yeah, yeah. This is the end. This is the end. That's what I'm thinking Oh, of. yeah, yeah, yeah. Not Christmas no, Not at Christmas all. at all. Nope. No Christmases. <laughs> yeah, so I literally just Googled, like, Christmas movies, and, um, like, there's a whole category called Christmas movies about revenge, and the first one's Die Hard. Which yeah, is, see, there we that's go. Still, I think it's still, to this day, the number one watched movie um, on Christmas or yeah. something like that week of Christmas, they say. There we go. It's so, a Christmas movie. All right. Controversial question for you guys because people are very split on this from what I've learned. And I'm actually in, in the minority from when I've been asked. So the live action Grinch with Jim Carrey. Have you guys seen it? Yes. Only once. Okay. Did you, Do you like it? I'm not a big Grinch guy in general, so no. Okay. I think it's okay. Yeah. So I like loved it. This was like a child. Like I saw it. I saw, like I saw it. So I saw it like in theaters, like with my cousin. And like, I thought Jim Carrey was like the funniest thing in the world. And like, I think that movie rocks, but I think it has like a very shitty Rotten Tomatoes score. But that's one of those movies that I just like. Rotten I, Tomatoes can't, you can't use that around like holiday movies or like specific yeah. type of movies, you know? I mean, you look up like movies like all any fucking Adam Sandler movie has like a rotten score, but right. it's like that movie. You can go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The cinematography yeah. isn't that good. It's like, what? <laughs> yeah. Were people pissing their pants watching yeah. it? It's yeah. like, I don't know. I thought it was funny Five when stars. that, yeah, when that air conditioner fell on the Mista Mista lady. That was, that was funny. Um, all right, cool. Well, Merry Christmas to everyone out there. And if you don't celebrate happy holidays and everything else in between. Um, but Christmas fucking came a little early this year. For us on Sunday, moving into Detroit Lions versus the New York Jets on the road, inclement weather. Uh, both teams have the same record. Yes. Uh, both have everything to play for in this game. Jets are losing, uh, don't have their uh, Lord and Savior, Mike White. They got to go with their former their former hero, Uh Wilson. I Thank God they Zach did. Wilson. Why do Zach I, why Wilson. Do I <laughs> always want to say Jeff Wilson? I always want to say Jeff Wilson. It's Zach Wilson. It's Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. And the Lions fucking wasn't pretty, wasn't uh, convincing, but they come out with a win. I, you know, and that's something that I feel like we kind of expected. The Jets are a good defensive team. We're on the road. Golf doesn't play that well outside. 
I mean, we were winning majority of the game until I think like mid third quarter ish. And then we kind of just made it fucking happen with our boy Brock Wright. Right. You know what? That's what good teams do. Good teams win games when they don't play their best. And it was on the road. So not a perfect game. That's what's going to happen in the NFL. You're not going to be good every week. You're not going to bring your A game every week. But you have to find a way to get victory. So whether you have injuries, whether the other team has injuries, whether you're at home or on the road, all that matters at the end of the day is if you have more points than the other team and the Lions ended up securing the W. And that is exactly my thoughts, Chandler. That's why I was so jacked up about this game. Obviously, just the win was a win was a win. You know, we need them all to close the season here. Right. Um, But the fact that they were able to grind this game out in a game where they felt like the better team kind of the whole time, and the Jets kept getting these lucky pass plays mm-hmm. and kind of catching these breaks. How many 500 balls was Zach Wilson throwing out there? I, I could do Dead a or separate, like I could start a separate podcast on how Zach Wilson's the my least respected player <laughs> in the NFL <laughs> after watching this game. I have not watched a lot of New York Jets for obvious fucking reasons. Sure. Um Zach Wilson is the biggest pretty boy bitch pussy in, in the NFL. I have I have a full understanding of why Jets Nation and that team does not like him. Not not only is he not good at quarterback, I just couldn't stand any, looking at him on looking camera. At him. I couldn't stand looking. I mean, you were watching the game with me, and yeah. I was losing my mind. You like, did comment about him quite often. <laughs> I just I couldn't stand the guy, and the amount of times that he was under pressure, panicked, and would toss it up and would complete that fucking pass was driving me insane. I, I mean, he's going to go down with some infinite infamous names. You know, the Josh Rosens, the Jimmy Clausens, the Johnny Footballs, where they're not even halfway through their first contract. They're not only going to be out of a starting job, or he's not only going to be out of a starting job, he might be out of the league before his first contract ends. I've never seen a guy so, like, universally not liked by um, his If he own, didn't bang his, his friend's mom, this guy would be, like, at the depths. Like, he would have zero respect, right? I mean, what else does he have to his name at this point? <laughs> and, like, and they, like, worshipped him as a god for that, and now that he's not good at football, it's like, it's not who that gives cool. a shit? No one cares. Yes. yes. You know how many NFL guys have probably bang their mom's hot friend. Yeah. Too many to count. Yes, because they're in the NFL. And you know what the best part of it is? Last year's draft, you had Lawrence up top, then you had Wilson Lance, and it allowed guys like, for us, Panay Sewell to drop down to us. Mm -hmm. For the Cowboys, a guy like Micah Parsons dropped down. For the Bengals, a guy like Jamar Chase. But the top five in last year's draft, outside of Lawrence, looks god-awful right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. God-awful. And we're only a year and a half into their careers. Dude, yeah, I they they have like a real fucking problem there, and I don't know Mike White's story at all, but I did think the coverage of the game. Now we were at a bar, so it was a little loud, but I did have a buddy text me and say, um, "I'm muting this game because I'm so sick of the the Jets suck fest going on right now." How many times did they bring the camera to Mike White on the side? Every play, like, every <laughs> single play, they like looked at him for approval. All right, he's not like a Jets legend, yeah. You know, it's like relax. Yeah, so three good games, right? Yes. So it's. You know, I was, I know you guys didn't, um, so you didn't hear the commentary where no, you guys were at? I mean, really. it, it was on, but it was, you it know, was it's muffy. pretty loud yeah. and we're yelling and all that shit. My number one takeaway from the commentary this week is it's no longer Khalif Raymond, it's Khalif. Yeah. 
And they talked about that though, didn't yes. they? Yeah, I did hear yes. that. I How he went that. to the PR guy and it like bothered me. And then he got the punt return and I'm like, Kali. Oh, yeah. right. I'm Kali. on board now. Oh, yeah. And now he had a day, dude. Yeah. He had a fucking day. And now they're like, all the Lions media with like their storyline of him. They're like showing him muffin punts and like all the teams he played for and right. all that. And he was on the Jets. Right. So yeah. that, I mean, that, so that moment where the Lions opening drive, they go 14 plays in eight minutes, 73 yards. It's fucking golden. It's perfect. It's beautiful. The Jets is their, the Jets defense is their strong suit. Lions offense is ours. Normally when those two meet, the defense wins. And here we are just jamming it down their throat on the road. And then we get fucking stuffed on fourth down and my blame on that play is jamal williams the he lane, totally missed the hole the lane was open and yeah. he just like took the ball like, uh, like he tried to stretch it outside and didn't follow one blocker yeah as my dad would say he took the hand off like he was receiving a loaf of bread like he just took Accurate. it with way too soft the hands and had no you know whatever i mean i'm sitting on my ass drinking beer but like it is just like <laughs> buddy like you're right there on the goal line and i will say we've we've gotten on him good call by dan campbell didn't execute but at that point like you said Eight minutes, 14 plays, you go to make a statement yes. at the end of that first drive. So yep. I love the call there for them. It just didn't work out in their favor this time. I mean, time. And, and the Lions gave up 50 yards only on the ground. Right. Like, Again. the run stopping is there with Hutch, McNeil, yeah. Zaloni, fucking and Rodrigo. I, and I kind of think that the coaching staff, you know, did their homework on Zach Wilson and was like, Hey, if we can get this guy make him low confidence, us. yes. First drive, we're gonna start him. Worst case scenario at the one, if we get stopped, like let's make them try to throw that ball from the one yard line. Right. And yep. sure as shit, they weren't able to move it. And then taking the punt back was just like opened it up. It was just like it didn't matter that we didn't score on the opening drive. No, a hundred percent. Now I don't know about you guys, like. Lou, you said it in the opening, but like I felt the whole game, the Lions were in control, and yes. even when they went down seventeen thirteen, like. I didn't get that SOL abandoned ship. I right. didn't get that. Oh, we're gonna lose. I'm like, okay, uh, we're gonna give ourselves a chance, and we're either gonna convert, you know, in their territory or not. And luckily, you know, the Brock Wright cut or the the catch and run. I mean, the best part about that play, and this was all game, was the O line is like the Berlin Wall right now. Oh my god, like, yeah. Goff is just—he's literally standing first back in there. the league in sacks allowed. Yeah, there's nobody even coming close to him, and he's getting three to four seconds consistently in the pocket. It's unbelievable, and yeah. that play action doesn't work if he doesn't sit, let the play develop, and let Brock Wright drag across the field. Yep, that and was that was incredible. And well, the one thing I will say about having time, O line blocking well. Fucking golf better be practicing deep balls to J-Mo all week. Yeah. He has not hit him in stride yet, and we missed out on a touchdown against the Jets because he was he short-armed the shit out of him again. He had a clean five yards on him. And, like, so, you know, uh, pessimist, you say golf doesn't have the arm to hit him. He's not a good enough quarterback to, to make that throw. Optimist just says, like, well, he's – getting used to a guy that fast. We'll start getting used to him quicker. <laughs> no, I, I'm right you know? with you. I mean, I mean, that was that was a touchdown. That was an absolute touchdown if he throws it five yards deeper. I will say that's something he's got to work on, but when they showed the replay, DJ Reed has been a good corner this year yeah. for the Jets. He's, a, he's kind of a, a borderline pro bowler right now. J-Mo blew by him. Yeah. I mean, like, he, like, got his hands on him, got his he hands was three off steps of, him, ahead of him, and he was gone at that point in time. So we haven't even inserted J-Mo into our third down packages mm -hmm. at a consistent yeah. level. I mean, you got to think he's going to be taking the snaps of Re Josh Reynolds or Khalif, Khalif Raymond yeah. <laughs> moving forward. But 
imagine when you got ARSB and JMO on either side and it's third and four. Yeah. And you need to get a five to ten yard pass. And big play Brock Wright. And okay. you got a big target big on play. Shark. Big play. Ben Johnson on that play call, man. That to me was just like shit. He may get a head coaching offer. Next and the year. wild part was is Brock White, I think it was the series before he dropped that wide open yes. pass in the seam. And they said we're going right back to him. Yep. That was earlier in the drive too. Well, yeah, yeah, that was yeah. earlier in the drive. Right. Yeah. Which is 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 says a lot about uh just the coach. Trust, staff. honor, grit. It's it's one thing to like yell grit and like put it on the hats and put it on the walls and like to to have that like get knocked down, you know, come up. You know, all the sh- the shit Dan Campbell has said that has been every meme and every video, but to like actually kind of watch it over these last and you're uh, like, wow, we're seven them. we're weeks, that. Where it was like holy shit. It's like them going to Brock Wright in the, on that play like to me was like, oh, that's everything you've ever talked about. 100%. 100%. They're, they're I hate to say it, they're a gritty team. They they're a scrappy team. They're not Beautiful or perfect every week. They are when they're at home. Their offense is electric at home. On the road, <laughs> golf's just like warm. Yes, yes. like I like I, it's so. He's a warm body. Like, dude, it's weird to see the Lions' white jerseys like in shitty cold weather yes. outside. I'm like, this is. They just look like uncomfortable. They look cold. Yeah, they look cold. One hundred percent. And maybe you guys know something more than I do. I'm just a little confused right now as why Swift isn't getting more snaps. Um, Justin Jackson getting a lot of playing time for the Lions. Swift looked good this week. I thought he's looked good the last couple weeks. I think he was averaging about five yards a carry, and I feel like he was probably third, or if he was second in snap count for running backs, he was barely second over Justin Jackson. So I don't know if you guys know something that I don't know, but I'm not sure why Swift isn't getting playing time right now. I've no I've been wondering the same thing like I don't know how Jackson's getting all these touches. It, it's and he's taking advantage of them, but at the end of the day like Swift is a second round pick and he's got a higher ceiling than anyone in our And he's field. not playing bad. No. You know? I think and I have no idea, like truly no idea. But one I will say I think Jackson's done really well for a third string running yes. back who's like a no yes. name. Like I don't get mad when he touches the ball. I get a little angry. <laughs> but I guess in place of Williams, I don't get mad. Okay. Like, I think, I don't know. I think they kind of oh, both the run leading hard. touchdown score of the league. <laughs> well, whatever. Or second, whatever. With Swift, though, there were a few times, and like we've said this over like the few weeks, it seems like when he has a chance to get the first down or get the touchdown or make that extra yard by just like cutting in or like leaning a shoulder into it, he doesn't. Right. Yeah. Um, that would be the only thing I could think of. And you kind of heard That's a little bit. That's a good bit, point, Frank. You heard a little bit of it on Hard Knocks. Um, who's the who's the running back? Deuce. Deuce. Yeah. Yep. Like you could see Deuce's like frustration of just like, man, I know he can be great, but like. How many times did we say that on Sunday though? There was like three different plays yes. where he made a move right before the first down marker and he could have just kept going to get the first down and didn't get it. It's like his awareness of where the sticks are like doesn't matter to him. Right. Right. That's a good point. I understand, and and I agree with that. And I think, just from watching Hard Knocks, I don't have anyone inside the building or anything, but I think, like you said, I think they get on him. And I think maybe he's got a little bit of a bad taste in the coaching staff's mouth, judging from what Hard Knocks has had. But you look, here's your yards per carry per running back. Jamal Williams, two and a half. Justin Jackson, six carries, 2.7. Okay. DeAndre Swift, eight carries, Six and a half yards per carry, not five, six and a half. And he got just over 30% of the carries. It's wild. Is he hurt? Feed him. That's what I'm saying. No, he's not. Is he hurt? He's been hurt. I mean, I don't know. Feed the horse. I don't know. 
Maybe it's just, uh, I don't know. Maybe they're saving him for Carolina. Here, I know the guys we were with were screaming about him, and I, I just think he'll be fine. I, I don't know why. I have nothing to base that off of. I just think, like, it's going to be fine. But I agree with you. It's, it's, it's definitely, like, the one question mark I have with the offense of just, like, why don't we use him? But, right. I mean, I guess we're winning, so I don't mind. But right. it is odd to me as well. Because to start the year, he was downright explosive. 100%. And he had a couple big runs against the Commanders and the Eagles. And that's just what I want to see is he brings a different element to this team out of the backfield, much like J-Mo brings on the outside with the receiver where he has that home run potential mm-hmm. as opposed to that grinded out potential. And maybe that's not what they're looking for right now, yeah. which is a totally fine answer. But I just don't understand it. Last thing for me in regards to this game is you could say what you want about Jared Goff. Yes, he missed throws. Yeah, he's not ripping up the stat sheet, but this is now the sixth straight week without an interception. Yep. yep. Yeah. Six straight weeks where he did not cost his team the game, and obviously they've won six out of the last seven. So uh, kudos to Jared Goff. I know we had some ups and downs with them where transition quarterback, maybe he is a long-term quarterback. No, let's draft a quarterback. He's not costing this team games, and that's your number one job as a quarterback is to not lose your team the game then you have to go out and win the team the game, which he did on yeah. the final drive. I would say, like, the one critique was the underthrow to J-Mo that you mentioned. Uh, overall of the game, just kind of looking at the last few drives here, Lions go 10 plays, 55 yards, 6 minutes, and we keep finding ourselves in that weird fucking spot where it's like, are we kicking a field goal, are we punting, or are we going for it? Yeah. And I feel like we are, like, batting 30% on getting that correct. Um, if so we're not inside 50 yards, like we so, gotta, we gotta kick. And I think, I think this is, uh, an issue with the team right now is we don't know who our kicker is. Like we know he's hitting field goals. Um, and he's been good. He's been consistent, but now it's like, okay, now we need you to have a 54 yarder outdoors, like with the playoffs on the line and he misses it. So it's kind of sucks that we're like, as the, as a team, I feel like we're learning that in real time. Right. Cause it's like, when you have Prater, you know what he can do for sure. When you know your kicker, like, you know what he can do. It's like, now we know Badgley. It's just like, he doesn't I, have a big leg. I just keep him uh, 50 and lower 51 and under, you know, he, and, but honestly, if he is underneath that, he's been accurate. He has no, you know? no, I don't think he's been bad, but I think we just learned at a very critical moment in the season that he's not hitting that 54-yard field goal. Yeah. And then they were right at midfield, sure as shit, seven plays later, they go down and score. I, unlike you, was nervous. I was nervous for this Lions last drive here. Not that they couldn't do it, but like... Roll reversal. What? Yeah. Roll reversal, I, huh? I, I was nervous that, one, like, we weren't really scoring touchdowns all game. We didn't have an offensive touchdown, in fact. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, I was absolutely petrified for like the worst call or like a new rule to to spring up in this situation which i'm still waiting for on this can't pass on fourth and inches yes absolutely can't (laughs) and then i absolutely blacked out eyeballs vibrating almost fell out of my chair when we play actioned on fourth down because i thought that was going to be a run right up the gut muscle it even even maybe golf push it and when we did the play action i had this thought of just like if this is an incomplete pass, like we probably lose the game. Right. And like, obviously that's an obvious thought, but it just kind of all hit me at once. And then Brock Wright was like, that play just kept going. He was open and it was like sick first down. Oh my God. More yardage. Oh my God. There was like less people around him the farther you ran downfield. I, I, that screenshot I posted is like, you'll never see that in the NFL. No, dude, there's 40 yards circular around (laughs) like a radius around him. 
And then he cribs it. He just, it was awesome. I have chills. That was awesome. I know what Big Slip's going to say, so we know his answer, but I'm not kidding. If you get that, are you getting the ball inside the 10 if you're in Brock Wright's position? Frankie fast hands, like going out today. Yeah. No, no training, no endurance. Like I'm golf there. throws you the ball. You have a 40-yard radius. Buddy, I'm there no fucking <laughs> doubt. The only way I'm yes. not there is if Brock Wright, if I'm faster than Brock Wright and somehow his slower pace was like timing better for his blocks to line up. Yeah. The only way I'm not getting there is I'm too quick. <laughs> so, so you're going to get there. So you're going to get there. Yeah. I'm there, man. I'm there. Are you, are you Channy? I think I'm there. Yeah. Yes, I do. Do I have to wear equipment? That would hinder me a little yes, bit. Yes, you do have to. It has to That's be tough. in game. That helmet's tough. Just lost three seconds on your 40. <laughs> the thing is this is you got to outrun it. Like you, yeah. even an arm tackle's taking us down at that point. Dude, that play rocked. Ben Johnson, like, goat for that play to go back to a guy who dropped the ball and just watching the jets just it looked like the entire city of new york followed amon ra on that motion yes it was unreal awesome lions move to seven and seven uh and you absolutely have to love the matchups this week for everyone we need to lose it's actually unsettling to me if you haven't if you haven't realized anything good that happens to the lions is just unsettling to me yeah yes. like uh, I forgot the exact matchups, but I know we're playing like Chiefs, Niners, and Vikings. Vikings, yes. That's what the uh, the Seahawks, Giants, and Commanders play. Um, I said it before. I'm a little nervous about this Panthers game. Uh, five and nine, they still have so much to play for. They're one game out of the NFC South. Uh, that's a home playoff game, not just getting in the playoffs. Darnold has been pretty good outside of last week, this last month. Um, and, and, and you know what? Carolina has no expectations. What do you have to lose? If you don't win the division, whatever. But the Lions have just been playing so good. Maybe not last week, but this last six, seven weeks, they've been playing so good. I'm just saying to myself, like, can they keep it going? Can they string it together? Just play well on the road. You can afford to not play as well at home and win the game. Bring your A game on the road in two of these last three. Yeah, and the better – it's just the better team's got to beat the worst team. Right. Because oh, like you were talking about with Goff Chandler, don't make mistakes, don't turn the ball over. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and my last note on this, number one, the Lions had the Jets like on the goal line and had they were driving every time. And it's like, I, we were saying it. I was just like, I want, like, we need to get up 14 nothing, yep. 17 nothing, put yeah. up 10 points before the first quarter is even done. Like, just, I, w- I would love for the Lions to give themselves a cushion, take the crowd out of it right away. And just, you know, really go up. Can't be happy with field goals. Yeah, like go up early right away. And then, yeah, like you said, Channy, I think people do forget, like because Carolina's like not a good team. Right. That, but they are literally just as close, close to a playoff spot uh, as we are. 100%. Somebody did but, pick but them to win di- that division, I think. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's I mean, right. hey. That's right. I mean, everyone's within a game. So that don't, division's like, so ass. Don't think you're big brain. Like the Saints are within a game too, and they're dead. Guys, before we do switch out of football uh, and the Lions, I guess, last night, did you guys see the Packers-Rams game? More importantly, did you see the post-game interview with Aaron Rodgers? He's such a cocksucker. He is such a smug son of a bitch. Yeah. It's unbelievable. 
believable. Like, why are you correcting if they're over 500? Like, it doesn't even matter, like, as it pertains to the question, right? And he kind of walks through each game and is like, well, you know, we got a couple December and January games, which I think Green Bay plays pretty well in. And, uh, you know, those other teams aren't haven't been there before. And, like, it's just like, dude, you just beat the Rams at home. Right. Like, the Rams are the, one of the worst teams in the NFL. What, he's got what? He's got the Dolphins. And he also has... He has the Dolphins, us, and then I think he's got... Does he have a division game in between? No, I think it's the Chiefs he has, isn't it? That That's wild. No, no, maybe it's not the Chiefs. Yeah, no, it's it's Dolphins, Vikings, Vikings. us. Vikings, yes. yes. Two at home to close the year. Thanks, NFL. There we go. I think they're going to get fucking pounded in Miami this yeah. week. Merry Christmas. I mean, you know Rodgers ain't spending it with his family. Miami's so. due, too. Yeah. They've been down a little bit. Yeah, go Finns. Finns up. Finn up, baby. Finns up. Okay, on to our next sporting topic uh, before we get into our main topic of the day. Let's talk about uh, that World Cup, mostly you two, because you guys are the experts on the World Cup. Very exciting finish. That was the best soccer or football game I have ever watched personally. Um, I would have to agree with you, Lou. Um, the theater of the game we talked about it last episode, how the star power, if Argentina were to face France. How Everything many, aligned in that. How many world-class players there are. Um, probably a top five sporting event this year, if not a top two sporting event this year. Um, one of the all-time greats, Messi, arguably the GOAT, probably cements the GOAT status. Definitely the GOAT now. Winning the World Cup. Mbappe. Just turned 24 He's actually today. So happy birthday, Killian. I know you're out there listening. Happy birthday to you. Just turns 24 today, was in his second World Cup final, already a World Cup champ, and he gets a hat trick in the final. And the and it was it was 2-2 at the end of regulation, and who pipes in overtime? Messi and Mbappe. I mean, what do you want? I didn't know crazy. he was that young. Yes. Yeah. That's insane. Yep. Uh, 24. Only 24. Arguably the best player in the world currently um, out of anybody. And, you know, just the theatrics of it all. It wasn't like it was it was 2 nothing, and then France gets two within a five-minute span to tie it up. Then they get into extra time. Messi scores. What happens? France comes back, gets a penalty. And then the, the save, what was it, the 123rd minute. Dude, that guy from Argentina, that goalie was standing on his head in PKs. The, the he was save? all – Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that You're talking too. about the kick save. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. My, yeah, that was unreal. That was unbelievable. Incredible. That he does that. So um, the whole game, you know, a lot of times people are like soccer, you know, you kick it back to the goalie and you have possession. Like this was more like a hockey game, flowing up and down the field, not really stopping for possession, really just trying to put the ball in the back of the net. Um, and I saw something, it was crazy. The Super Bowl had like 160 or 170 million viewers. The World Cup final had 4 billion Oh my with a God. B, viewers. That's wow. insane. Which is crazy. That's so fucking nuts. Um, so yeah. leading off that too, Chandler, did you guys see any of the parade in Argentina no, today? No, no, So they had it today. Four million people was estimated to be at Buenos Aires, I think is how you pronounce it, uh, the capital of Argentina. They were, I saw a couple clips on like House of Highlights and shit. They were driving the bus up with the players on it. You know, they have like the tops off of them and they're waving to everybody, drinking all that shit. 
They're driving underneath bridges. People were jumping off of the bridge to get onto the bus with the players, falling off of it. It got so out of hand, they had to stop the parade. Oh my gosh. They put all the players in helicopters and flew them over the top of the city. <laughs> Come that's, on, man. It's not a parade anymore. No, it was crazy. I never seen anything that's like so it. That's so nuts. Like in 97, when the Wings won the cup, there was like estimated like a million people downtown Detroit. And mm-hmm. like, I remember as a kid being like, whoa, you know, and like you see the pictures and like there's not a there's not an inch move, but like yes, quadruple that ants on triple ants. that. Yeah, how many this February when the Lions win the Super Bowl? Four million. Four million easily. Men easily. Yes. Yeah, from all corners of Michigan. Yeah, just Kool Aid flowing through the streets. <laughs> It'll be incredible. Uh, what my one note on the World Cup? Number one, uh, overtime. Thought it was golden goal. Thought it was a golden goal situation. Okay, so they scored. Uh, Argentina scored first, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, and I was like, oh, that'll do it. And they just like, I was like, why aren't they going crazy? I mean, they were very excited, but like it wasn't. Right. And then celebration. Obviously win. they keep playing. So from a guy who watches 10 games every four years, like I would just say like, I think that should be, I think that should be golden goal. Right. Personally, just cause it's like, there's not a lot of goals in soccer. I can't believe they like leave time to score more. Right. I mean, we talk about this with the NHL all the time, like big games coming down to a shootout. Yeah. Dumb. No, it's yeah. And like it coming to the the free kicks is like, it's exciting for me as like not a huge soccer fan to just like, okay, I know it's going to end and this is a very exciting way to do it. But like for the world cup, it just doesn't feel right. I feel like that should be golden goal and you go until someone buries one time, one time you don't need to run the clock out. And then number two, uh, Messi has the biggest stones I've ever seen in my life for kicking that ball one mile an hour right down the middle and watching that professional goalie jump out of the, the way. wrong way. Yeah, like he was <laughs> allergic to it. That was so cool to me. It's like when it, it's like when you play FIFA and you accidentally hit the like yeah. you hit yes. a button and it just you like glitch. rolls yeah, yes. just rolls forward. He did that. Yeah, it was great. Um, and Frank, I know you only watch about ten games every four years. <laughs> yeah. Lucky for you, came out today. Uh, FIFA's boss Gianni Infantino wants to have the World Cup every three years wow moving forward That'd so be great. um little little tidbit I mean we need more of it obviously they have the European championships which are huge the South American championships but there is nothing like the World the Cup, World Cup. Yeah. there's just nothing like it yeah there isn't you know we dominate the Olympics mm-hmm. it's like we don't we don't really have that pride right. and like there's a lot going to. on in the Olympics right? right like there's just a hundred different things at least with the soccer it's like oh here's the one tournament that yes. I can like c- right. completely understand 100 percent so uh and with that oh question for you guys if the U.S. ever won the World Cup because you think about the parade and think of the entire United States. Where do you think the parade's held? Like, New York. Is it I was going to say just, New York or New York? LA, probably. Yeah, yeah. Probably New York. Or I don't yeah. know if it'd be like DC, just because like, it's the capital, but Maybe. Yeah, probably New York. I would think New York. I mean, we'll see. I mean, hey, next time, I think the championship when we host it in 2026 is going to be in New York. Mm-hmm. So I would think maybe you would keep them there yeah. at that point in time. Have it, it sounds right. I mean, yeah. it's like the premier city. I'm just curious. Yeah. Should we buy tickets? Why not? Should we go? 2026? Yeah. We got so many tickets. Hell yeah. Tickets, yeah we, got we got a lot got of tickets to, do. to buy. Hey, sign up on PointsBet. Yeah. Code pl- Champagne. Yeah, please. <laughs> okay. Very nice. Very nice. Now that we have talked about um, all of the sports important to us, we're going to move into the main topic of this week's episode of The Fizz. And if you haven't listened, we have updated the structure of the show, trying to tighten up the time a little bit, but then also pick one topic 
uh, that we go in depth on a little bit, chat about, um, and rotate it every week. So last week we covered the Heisman Trophy, um, which is sports adjacent uh, or just sports period. Uh, this week we're covering a little bit of a different topic. We thought it was applicable for today. This week we are covering malls in the vein of Christmas, shopping, and everything else. I will let Channy take it from here. First, first, before we get into the malls, guys, have you finished your shopping yet? I have not. No. Have you started? Yeah. Oh, yes. I'm okay. almost done. Okay, gotcha. Last year, I was laser focused. I was like set and done by Black Friday. That was like the best I ever did. And then this year, I just got cocky, and now here we are. Gotcha. I'm hoping to close up you? shop tomorrow. I bought my wife's gifts, and she's done everyone else in my family. So I guess I'm done or almost wow, done. Good but work. Nice. Um, I didn't really participate. But nonetheless, I did go to some local malls. Hello. So malls. I started looking up malls, and I'm like, okay, you know, malls have been around forever, whatever. So I looked. The first shopping center Mm -hmm. in America was the Westminster Arcade. It's in Providence, Rhode Island, Um, and that was actually built in 1828. We're talking about 200 years ago. Whoa. was the first official shopping center. Now, it's called Westminster Arcade, West. Minster Arcade, sorry, but it's not like a modern day arcade. Like that's just what they called it. Um, it's actually a national landmark now, and it reopened in 2013. They they mixed use developed it into some commercial and some residential space. Um, but that was the first shopping center, the first enclosed shopping center, or the mall as we know it, where department stores are anchoring it. Um, that was. In the mid 1950s, and actually in 1956 in Edina, Michigan, it's still open, known as the Southdale Center. Wow! So Uh-oh. the first mall as we knew it was about 70 years ago. So, so real quick, Channy, back to the arcade. Yeah, yeah. So I, I also of course was that. So was it just like an arcade inside a building, or like what made it a mall? Was there like food stores in there or like? It was the the collaboration of having a shopping center. So a bunch of different shops basically in one area. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So gotcha. And the arcade was the focus. It wasn't Sears. No, it wasn't an arcade. Big <laughs> slip. It was eighteen twenty eight. Where's the goddamn arcade? Yeah, I, we're just looking for the pinball candy. Oh, Jesus, man. They barely had light bulbs. I don't even think they had a light bulb back then, to be honest with you. Yeah, because I was gonna because that was gonna be my question is like, so they're calling this what Westminster Arcade the first shopping mall. Yes. They just ask. called it an arcade. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, but I wanted to know like what the criteria was. Big arcade know, guy. To versus here. like shopping market versus apparently an arcade versus like a mall type deal. But I get what you're saying. Yes. We can keep moving. Yes. So first one, Adina, Michigan or Minnesota, Southdale Center, nineteen fifty six. Fun fact and also a local fact. In 1959, the first outdoor pedestrian mall was created in the U.S., the Kalamazoo Mall. I would not have, yeah. Michigan was home to the first outdoor pedestrian mall. We obviously have a couple here in Metro Detroit between the villages of Rochester, Partridge Creek, but the first one was in 1959 in Kalamazoo. Kind of surprising for a cold-ass state. A hundred percent. So let's fast forward. We go from... 1956 to 19 in the 1960s malls accounted for roughly 14% of all retail stores. Okay. So if you were a retail store, you had about a one in six chance that you were going to be in a mall. So it like came out of nowhere in the 1950s. And by the 1960s, 
It's fucking ripping and roaring. Ripping and roaring so much to the tune of in the 1990s, they were building 140 malls per year Holy shit. in the United That's... States. 140 malls annually in the 1990s. That's insane. Is what they were doing. So you think around here, what was it? Probably Great Lakes Crossing was built in the 90s. Yep. Um, I would probably also... Macomb Mall? I would, all, I would probably say Eastland Mall. Eastland yeah. Mall? Eastland Mall was like a premier mall that was there forever. It recently just got knocked down. One of the saddest decays of a place I've ever seen, which is kind of on brand for a mall. But. I mean, Eastland, I, I can't remember. How long has it been closed? Uh, probably. So it hung on by a thread uh, for, I'd say, four or five years. And mm -hmm. people listening might be screaming how wrong that is. But like, <laughs> but I would, I would say, and by a thread, I truly mean there was like one or two active stores <laughs> in that place. You could walk in that mall and a tumbleweed would roll by. <laughs> it was fucking. Was, was Jeepers in there? Jeepers Or maybe was that Macomb. was Macomb Mall. Jeepers yeah, yeah, was yeah. Macomb. Uh, Eastland Mall. Like it, I mean, it used to have, it, it was Hudson's, then it was Marshall Fields, then it was Macy's. Yep. Um, it had a big statue in there of the, the story of the lion and the mouse. And there was like a huge statue of a lion with like a little gold mouse on it. Um, you can even like look that statue up. It was like always famous. I think people kept stealing the mouse. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that place like turned into an absolute ghost land and now they knocked the whole thing down. And I think it's going to be used like as like an Amazon, like warehouse type deal. So essentially Eastland mall was in operation until November, 2021 from what I'm reading. But by 2018, Macy's Sears Target and Burlington had all left them all. All gone. And like all that was in there was like locally owned businesses. Like there wasn't like. You it know, really fucking held on for a while. You know what those you, big boys. You know what that place used to have though? Forget all the places you just named. It used to have a Stephen Berry's. That's what hey, they, they said that too. <laughs> they said Shoppers World took over the former Stephen Berry's in 2010. Because Stephen, I mean, you guys know Stephen Berry's, right? Course. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I didn't. I, Starberry gear. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I just every to, college shirt in the America <laughs> they had there. Yeah. I just you know I didn't know if that was like local to to my area or what that was, but like when I discovered that place as a kid, it was fucking heaven. Yeah. Like seven dollar like shorts. The most with, like, expensive thing was fifteen twenty bucks. Yeah, yes. So did you? I know you went to a, a private high school. Did you go to a private middle school and elementary school? I did. Just paint me to look like a candy ass, but yeah, yeah I did. You fucking did. Cranbrook so boy. Yeah. <laughs> wasn't I didn't go there, but. uh like when I went, when we were at school at the public school, like I feel like it was a hard flex to fucking have the most Stephen Barry shirts. <laughs> yeah, well, everyone was rocking. Yes. It. Well, so like for us, it was we had fucking uniforms, but you could you'd wear a hoodie over it until you were like yelled at to take it off. So like the hoodies were just like the thing. So everyone had like remember everyone had those like pleather jackets from yes, there too. Yes, <laughs> that's what I remember the day I heard the term pleather. Yes. Like someone had that, and I was like, "That's so sick!" They're like, "It's pleather." I'm like, "What is that?" They're like, "Plastic leather." <laughs> and like my world like was turned upside Fucking down. Fucking private school kid. Yeah, I was like, "How do you?" Yeah, right. <laughs> and I just remember being like, "How was he able to even tell it was fake?" Because I thought it was real. Yeah, that store was awesome. Oh, look at this. Look at this. Right on the Wikipedia. The Lion and the Mouse. Uh, the Lion and the Mouse. One. Of the, uh, this is for Eastland Mall Center, if anybody was listening to me there. One of the mall center pieces of, uh, upon opening was the structure of the Lion and the Mouse. 
1957, the mouse was stolen from the structure only to be replaced with another mouse. In total, the sculpture has gone through no fewer than six mice. In 2007, the sculpture's original mouse was returned to the mall by the person who stole it. So how long was it gone for? I don't think it was gone. I think they just kept replacing it. Oh. They replaced it seven times, it sounds like. How many? Gotcha. And then he brought it back. There was two mice. Yeah, it says in 2007, the sculpture's original mouse was returned to the mall by the person who stole it. And it is cited. Hmm. It's kind of funny as reading through Eastland Mall. Um, if anybody's from this side of town, you know, or my side of town, which is right by Eastland Center where it used to be, RIP. Like, it's kind of funny to go through this. It has like the history, 2000s, 2007 to present, the lion and the mouse. And then one of the, the headline titles is violence. It's literally <laughs> violence. The, the mall has been the location of much gang violence. On September 24, 2010, 30-year-old, someone was shot four times. I, I don't even know why I'm reading this. It's just a lot of violence at the mall. Uh, but that's kind of what that place turned into. Well, sad stuff. Sorry, Eastland. Wish yeah. you were still open, you know. But they used to have a movie theater across the street too. Be- Beacons Beaconsfield. Good times as a kid. That's all I'm trying to say. There we go. Yeah. So we're making America's building 140 malls per year by the mid 1990s. 2007, everything stops. Great recession hits. No new malls were built from 2007 to 2012 in the United States. Wow. So we're building 140 a year during the 90s. Goes on a five-year hiatus when the economy collapses between 07 and 2012. Um, but I started looking into things, and I'm like, gosh, you know, some malls are big. How big are malls? So I'm looking around here, and I'm saying, what's the biggest mall around here? Somerset. Right, okay. You know, Somerset, big mall. I look, Somerset, 1.45 million square feet. Big. That's how big Somerset is. They have 180 just over 180 shops in Somerset, or okay. at least retail fronts. Yeah. So then I'm like, okay, what's the biggest one in America? Everyone knows Mall of America. Mm-hmm. Right. So I look up Mall of America. Somerset, 1.45 million square feet. Mall of America, 5.6 million square feet. Jesus. Damn. Four times the size well, of Somerset. They got Somerset. like a fucking roller coaster, like all yes. that shit in that's, there, right? That's yeah. Wings Parade versus Argentina Parade. Yes. For comparison. 100%. So 5.6 million square feet. 520 stores. That's insane. Have you, Dude, that's a fucking headache just have, thinking about going yeah. there. Have you guys been there? Yes. I've never been. Neither have I. So you I have? was born in, in the Bloomington. Mall? Oh. In the mall? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, my I mom. Mean, it's big enough to have a hospital. <laughs> my there. mom had a pregnancy craving, went to Wetzel's Pretzels, and I was born in the food court. Yeah. So, but, um, the urgent care there. Kind of lit. Yeah. No, it's, uh, it's, it's uh, in Bloomington, Minnesota, and I lived in Bloomington, Minnesota till I was six. I didn't know that. So that was like my local mall when I could barely remember anything. Yeah. And then uh, obviously moved here in Lakeside was the mall. Um, so 5.6 million square feet, four times the size of Somerset. And I'm like, okay, what's the biggest mall in the world? You know, let's start looking around there. Yeah. Tehran, Iran, the Iran mall is 21 million square feet. What Holy shit. 21 million. So the Tehran mall or Iran mall in Tehran is 15 times the size of Somerset. That's wild. And they have... Over 700 stores at the Tehran Mall. That's like a township. Yes. That's like, insane. That's crazy. I never even heard of that mall before. So it, if how you, many, how many, can you say that again? How many square feet is that? 21 million square feet. So just for reference, the Empire State Building is 2.73 million square feet of floor space. Yes. Am I, like, I just feel like I'm fucking this up. Like, cause that doesn't even seem right. 
I think you're reading it right, Frank. I think you're reading it right, <laughs> yeah. too, Frank. I'm on I mean, the, I'm this on the thing Empire. is that big of a fucking missile. <laughs> I mean, this thing is an absolute scud. Juggernaut. Dude, that's so big. It's 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 like its own airport. It has to have its own. Yeah, it probably has its own like zip code and shit. I wonder what like the big thing in there is. Yeah. I mean. What do you think the big thing is? I don't know. Maybe what a swimming is. pool. The Empire State Building. Look at this off of Info10s.com. Biggest shopping malls in the world. The ta- the Iran Mall is 21 million square feet. Look at this thing. Holy shit. Holy. Yeah. That's that looks like fucking a strip. Enormous. It looks like a strip. Yes. It looks like its own city. Yeah. This is good radio. You know? So yeah. um, 21 million square feet. Look at the second biggest mall in the world. Yeah. Seven like dump. million square feet. <laughs> that does look like a dump. Yeah, that, that looks like a uh, Star Grashit. It does. It looks like a theater. Of, it reminds me of, <laughs> reminds me of Star Grashit. The new I love that South place, China Mall is the second biggest one. So you know what? Malls are huge, and everyone's talking about how malls are dying now. And I, I got to believe, you know, with online sales and whatnot, yeah, malls are dying. But I was reading in, uh, uh, you know, in 2022 – there was actually an increase in retail sales from hmm. 2021 to 2022. Okay. Really? So in, in 2021, e-commerce sales accounted for about 17% of all retail sales. Okay. So 17% of sales were online. Like overall of yes. all retail sales. Yes. I will say that number just in general, sorry to stop you, like kind of surprises me. Surprised me too. I thought it would be higher. I thought it'd be about 33%. I would one say, in every three. I agree. Yeah. So then I look halfway through 2022, only 14.3% of sales were on e-commerce. Okay. The rest were in store or in retail. So people are saying, hey, malls are dying. Retail's dead. No one's going to go out anymore. No, actually, since the pandemic, I think people kind of see it as a nostalgic thing and yeah. are actually going back. Yeah, they're into like, I want to get the fuck out of my house. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, you know, in 2021, we saw in store shopping surpass 2019 mm-hmm. pre pandemic levels. And this continued into 2022, where the in store sales are up 14%. So I wonder, like, why there's a difference like with just retail shopping versus like malls in general, it seems like malls fail. Right. But it's like our, our like retail stores failing as well. And like, I have no idea what the statistics look like on that, but it, it seems like if, if the numbers you're saying are correct, it's like people are going to stores, but not necessarily malls maybe. Correct. Right. Yeah. Correct. And I think it goes to the point of like, look at our local store or malls. So we're all from the East side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look at Lakeside. Yuck. Lakeside's occupancy rate is probably 30 to 40%. Have you ever seen uh, Pitbulls and Parolees? No. Have you ever seen what? that show? No. Have you ever I, seen I didn't team? even know what, if it was what a show or a oh, I'm, I'm getting there. Parolees. I'm getting there. Have I didn't you ever know if seen it was a store, <laughs> yeah. a movie. It's a show on Mad Geo that like a bunch of crackheads take care of Pitbulls regardless. It's going to Lakeside and Hall is like. A mix of that and Teen Mom in one area at this point. Oh, like the people that are yes, there. Yes, that's okay. what I was trying to like describe the folk there. Okay, yes, the folk. Yes. No, I mean, I haven't seen either of those shows, but I get what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. I mean, dude, the mall, and I feel like one thing too is like, I don't know if it's still frequent just because we're older. Like people obviously don't go and hang out at malls anymore, but like growing up in my teens, like I remember going to the mall to hang out all the time. Oh my right? God. That was a Friday night hangout. Right. Yeah. I mean, and you, 
I mean, that's, you know, where I thought, you know, where we were heading with this is like, you know, what it used to be as like a kid that was like, hey, drop me off at the mall. Like, right. I'm just going to hang I'm out. Gonna, yeah, I'm going to meet my friends at the mall. Yeah. And your parents are always like, what are you shopping? You got nothing to shop for. You're like, I'm not. You're real. broke, loser. Yeah, and I'm not like shopping. <laughs> I'm not fucking shopping. I'm right. hanging out. Yeah. You're grabbing a, uh, an icy from yeah. Mrs. Fields. You're yeah. going on the, the egg and the bacon playground. Oh, shit. You know, yeah. that they had in the middle of it. You're going on the ice rink that they used to have in Lakeside. Yeah. But Throwing pennies in the fountain. Right. Yeah. But you have a 30 to 40% occupancy. So why am I going to walk around this huge place yeah. if if I only have maybe one or two stores. And then the other thing, Partridge Creek, there's no damn department stores. Mm-hmm. They got no anchor stores. So I went to Partridge Creek. I'm like, what am I shopping for? Yeah. There's Champs, there's Lululemon, and everything else, pass. There's a Taco Bell. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I feel like Partridge is kind of more catered to women too. Like I feel like there's 10x more girl shops there. Right. I could be wrong about that, but it's just... Yeah, it's more of, and that's more of a scene too. Like summer, go there, walk your dog, band playing in the middle, look at me, get yeah. a little wine at the wine bar. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? And you, Sam. <laughs> Bingo. And you got you to wonder, like, first off, when that was built, that was weird because it was 10 feet from Lakeside. Right. And at the time, Lakeside was- Shitting uh, the bed. It, well, what, like, was it was, it? I felt like it was still like- Relevant, relevant. Okay, I would, and it might have been completely hemorrhaging money, but like I felt like it was still like a place people would go. Right, but uh, it was odd. But then just to see them like both fail. Right, like Partridge to me should still like work in my head. It's it, it's like in the most trafficked, nightmarish trafficked area yeah. in in Michigan. It, it should, and it's work. like an outdoor mall. It's like clean. It's got a movie theater there. Uh, it it's like. It's not, nice. Yeah, it's Don't like get not, me wrong. There's like it's a nice. bunch of restaurants. Right. Like, why doesn't it work? It doesn't work because I went there the other day and I was freezing my dick off. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. yeah it's okay. outside. It's one degree out. Yeah, yeah fair enough. Fair like, enough. Like, it's only pleasurable for about five to six months out of the year. Yeah, and I'll be honest. Like, I mean, for me... I'm asking why it doesn't work, but like if you mentioned me going there, I'm like, I don't want to fucking ever go there. Right. Oh, Never. it's raining. Can't go there. Yeah. Right. There's a hundred cars right. and it's, it's pit bulls and parolees. <laughs> no, that's <Yeah>. Lakeside. <laughs> I will say though, Somerset is still the goat. I mean, Somerset's yeah. alive, kicking. You've got the walkway, mm-hmm. which is great. You've got a, a great food court upstairs, which includes Chick-fil-A at Somerset. You got the three levels. It's like Somerset, I feel like is still booming. Like it hasn't lost its lust yet. No. I feel like the East side malls, Eastland, Macomb, Partridge Creek, Lakeside have kind of all lost their yeah, Well, Lakeside's turning into like that new um, construction area. They're like building like condos, homes, restaurants. So they're kind of getting away from the mall and doing more like little village, almost like a uh, Partridge Creek, it feels like, you know, but yeah. with homes. Right. Yeah. And yeah, no violence tab on Somerset's wiki yet. You know? <laughs> so like with, with Somerset, I totally agree. It is like the premier thing, but like when I go to the mall, and granted, maybe that's just because like I'm 30 and like I'm not hanging out at malls. Correct. At like, or are you? you we know, don't know, right? But like, but like I go there with like I know what I'm getting. Like I be that's like, how I, I shop. I am like I'm not like browsing walking. around no. the stores. I find the thing I need. I'm checking out. I'm out. But it is good to see like the whole place is packed and everything. And I wonder though if a lot of that is because um, that's where that's like the only spot on the, this side of town with like premier stores. Yes. Like you can't get 
you're not getting uh, Gucci and right. whatever the hell else Louis is there. And all yeah. Chanel. Shit, places yeah, yeah. I don't go uh, on the east side. Yeah. Right. 100%. And I think that is that goes to that is that's kind of the last staple. And like you said, even, I mean, Gucci just went down to Detroit. But before that, like, right, where, where do you, do you get go? Gucci right. stuff outside of I mean, of you just Somerset. get it online. But if you want to, like, if you're making that big of a purchase, and it's like that, like, when you're getting something that expensive, like, you know, it's a whole thing. Right. They get it. You walk in there. They might give you like a drink or something. I don't know how this works. But, you know, if you're buying, making a big purchase. Yeah. You know, you like. No, the, they're catering you. They're yeah. fucking babying you. Frank, is that store. a Gucci belt? Yeah. Right. <laughs> and the other thing with <laughs> Somerset no is on. they got good food over there, too. Good restaurants. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so that helps. It's kind of like uh, 12 Oaks for me. I, I haven't been there too much. I used to get out there a little bit more, but they have a bunch of good food out there. Pretty good shops. So, you know, so it's like the West Side. A hundred percent. Somerset. One hundred percent. So I got a couple questions for you guys. All right. So I want you to go back. Guys, it's 2003. It's a cold winter day. It's a Friday night. You're on your Virgin mobile phone. Sweet. Singular. Someone just sent you a text. Ten cents. You want to go to the mall. So little Frankie Fast Hands oh, yeah. and little Slip Bandit. <laughs> Get driven in their car by their parents and they're going to the mall. All right. Now, I'm going to ask you a couple questions about how your night goes here, okay? Okay, sure. So, of course, you get into the mall, you go, what's the first store you're going to at the mall, Fast Hands? Are got, we talking about, like, back in the our day, yes. right? Okay, go ahead, yeah. Frank. Yeah, you're, you're a little slip. Yeah, you're, yeah, little I got you. slip. you're the little slip. I didn't slip. grow up yet. That got me good. Uh, yeah, you got to grow into the big slip. <laughs> um, my first hands, store. My hands might have been slow at this time, too. Uh, first store, knee-jerk, without a doubt, lids. Lids is the wow, first store call. that Great com- choice. comes to my mind. Like the only reason I'm not going in there first is just if I'm with other people who don't want to go there or it's on the other side of the mall. But I got lids on the fucking brain. The second <laughs> I walk in the mall, I need to see what the new styles are, the new designs, all of that. The flex fits were hot when we were young in that age. Very hot. Yes. I remember buying like this all white, shiny Georgia Bulldogs. Like, I, like why? Georgia Bulldogs hat. Knew they were going to be sick this year. I guess so. I always yeah. love Bulldogs. So Frank, got, Frank got like Frank and Cursive Scroll. <laughs> yeah, yeah right. Into the, the side engraving. of his hat. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Exactly. All right, little slip. You're going. <laughs> your mom's dropping you off. First store you're going into. First thing I'm doing, I want to be naughty if mom's dropping me off. I want to do something <laughs> bad. I'm going right to Spencer's, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Oh, right yeah. to yes. Spencer's. Right to the sex area, yeah. couple giggles. <laughs> what does this do? Where does this go? Yeah. Naughty. <laughs> Pocket full Mind of Mind you, everything either goes in two holes. You can figure it out. <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you and doing the, in the store? Just looking at the gear. Yeah. They always had the funny shirts. Always. Weird little keychains. Yep. It was just something you went in there with your buddies and like laughed for 10 minutes. You never actually really bought anything. No. You yeah, know? they had a pretty... Uh, yeah, no, dude, absolutely awesome gag gifts at Spencer's. And then, like, lava lamps and shit. And they used to have, uh, the other one was gags and gifts. You oh, remember yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. yeah, very similar. It was, like, uh, Spencer's little PG-13 brother. Great call on Spencer's. Oh. Every, yeah, black lights everywhere. Spencer's is a great store. So, little slip goes to Spencer's, fits in with pit bulls and parolees. <laughs> Pocket full of stolen chromies <laughs> yeah. from the parking lot. Exactly. Uh-oh. So, you guys are doing that. You're getting your favorite store. You're like, dude, I'm fucking hungry. I'm thirsty. Wait, where are you going? Where am I going? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I thought I was the host. You are hosting, but I still want to know. So I got to play the game too? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I got it. So uh, <laughs> to be honest with you, just because it was by the food court back in the day, it was always Stephen Barry's. 
Oh, nice. Yeah, Stephen Barry's at Lakeside. You walked in, you walked through the food court, and it was on the left by the escalator there. All right? So that was my first store growing up. Cash. Stephen Barry's, I'm going there. Channy, little Channy football going to Stephen Barry. Yeah, so pick out a new hoodie. All right. Channy volleyball at the time. Yeah. <laughs> Piece, little slips dinglings a little hard after going into Spencer's and watching his playing his little inappropriate card games. Frankie Fast Hands has his etched Georgia shiny hat, yep. and now you guys are hungry. Oh, okay. Where are you going, little slip, to get food? I'm going to Wetzel's Pretzels, baby. Wow. Nice. Not fucking Auntie Annie's little bitch made pretzels. I'm Auntie going to Wetzel's. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going to Wetzel's. I'm getting extra salt, extra cheese, and I'm burying my pretzel and cheese until I throw up. Can I tell you to this day, every time I go to the mall, I still get an Auntie Annie's or Wetzel's pretzels, depending on which one's open. But wow, that's amazing. same thing: pretzel bites with cheese. Um, but you can't miss. That's not my answer. No, I'm going. Okay, go. I'm getting a chocolate chip cookie and a Coca-Cola Icy from Mrs. Fields. Absolutely beautiful. Wow. An absolute staple in the mall game. Do Are there even Mrs. Fields outside of malls? I don't. I've, I've never, never seen one. I've never seen one in the wild. I've never seen it either. I wonder what's going on with Mrs. Fields. You didn't get a yeah. glass of milk with your cookie? She's still around? <laughs> no, I didn't get a glass of milk. You should have. Little slip. Like, <laughs> Shut <you>. the fuck <laughs> <laughs> So I'm getting an icy. I'm getting a cookie. I Where need- are you going, Frank? So my answer is without a doubt the worst one compared to you two. But I I had to think about this for a second because I was knee jerk just going to say like Cinnabon. But that's like truly not where I would always go. That's not what I would do. Got to be in the mood for it. Well, yeah. And like truly where I would always end up. And I thought this was like a delicacy. And truly it's not at all. <laughs> is uh, I would go to <laughs> Sabaro Pizza. Oh my <laughs> gutter. A no. delicacy. Yeah. As, a kid, as, a, as a kid, I thought that was like good. I was like, yes. The slice was bigger than Class. your face. It re- it's like in the office when Michael Scott's like in New York. And he's like, ah, true local pizza. <laughs> And he points to Sabaro. I think of myself in the mall every time because I thought that shit was, like, good. And you get, like, a slice that's been sitting there for an hour and a half. Yeah, it was great. Slice was gigantic. Huge. Laptops. Yeah, but that's that's actually when, when I think of, like, going to Lids, fucking Spencer's, and Stephen Berry's, I think of Sabaro, if that's even how you say it. Yes, yeah. I think it is. <laughs> Nothing smelled worse and tasted better than Cinnabon. Yeah. I feel like it was a pile of puke when you were walking up to the store, and then you got it, and it was actually really good. I but, don't remember the puke smell, but... I wasn't a huge Cinnabon guy. Yeah. I felt like it was too doughy all the time. It was like eating a fucking ball of dough. <laughs> yeah. Bro, how soft were you as a kid, dude? <laughs> I went to you Spencer's, didn't like man. Cinnabon? What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> you drinking milk? Yeah, he was sticking his dick in things at Spencer's. <laughs> Two so, holes or whatever he said. So just a random question. <laughs> Two were holes, you guys, one cup. Were you guys elevators or escalators? Escalator for sure. You got to see the fucking whole zone. Yeah. Esky. Now, were you running up the escalator? The were you like way. taking in the, the wrong view? way? Okay. You're, so you're going up the down ramp. I was Correct. a rider. Right. Yeah. See, that's what I kind of was too. I kind of like taking in the view, scoping the scene, seeing what's going on. Frank, your home mall. Eastland, correct? Yeah. You kind of said Eastland. Pizzo, what was your home mall? Uh, I'd have to say Lakeside. Okay. That was mine too. Lakeside. All right. Next question. You got to get a new fit. Where are you going? Abercrombie, Hollister, or American Eagle? You can only choose from those three. Oh, man. 
So, Memory Lane. Uh, yeah, this is this is tough. Should be easy for you, private school. <laughs> uh, I feel like I'm being brought yeah. the Stephen Barrys for after school. I feel like I'm being misread. So, <laughs> to be honest, what was the? I gotta just mention this. I'm not picking this, but since I'm getting called private school boy all the time here, like, what was that? Fourth rate brand. It was like Aeropostale. Oh, Aeropostale. Yeah, you're right. That is truly where I would end up because that was the most affordable. I mean, <laughs> fucking, we're talking like six dollar pair of jeans. Nothing cool. No, <laughs> they like is, tried to be those three stores, but cheaper. Yeah, oh, and yeah. they were. I, th- I think that was they nailed their demographic. <laughs> yeah. Because like you mentioned, in Abercrombie, American Eagle, and Hollister, those were like luxuries uh, in, in my fam. So like I was at Aeropostale, but I would probably land at a, a American. American Eagle when it's all said and done right down the middle Hollister always pissed me off I hated how dark it was and it was just too yes, like that was so annoying it was and the music ca- was on a hundred yes, and it was too Cali for me and then Abercrombie was was just honestly too expensive right like, yeah. it was just that was that to me at that age like if I don't know if you guys seen that documentary uh white hot yes like I that that was like our generation and all the cool kids had that. That shit was honestly... Smelled like they smashed cologne in that store. Shot it out of the ceiling. Shot it out of the ceiling. If you guys haven't seen White Hot and you have any interest in stuff like this, I strongly recommend checking out uh, that documentary on Netflix or Hulu. It's all about Abercrombie's like rise and fall, which is... Mild, actually, I got to see that. I haven't seen that yet. I'm yeah. not saying it's the greatest thing ever, but worth a watch. So Fast Hands comes out. He's got Aeropostale on the side. He's got a little American Eagle. Yeah, saved up a little bit for the American Eagle. Little Lou... Where are you going? You know, back in the day, like, I always saw myself as more of, like, a surfer-type guy, laid back, <laughs> breeze in the hair. I want the music. Shut fall <laughs> Find me in Hollister, hanging out in the women's department, just checking out the scene over there. Trying on the clothes. Usually some cute ass, right? Nothing wrong with that. No. And then uh, browsing uh, browsing the, the men's department for, you know, maybe a new shirt, some uh, some shitty cargo shorts. Um, but yeah, find me. I'm a, I was a Hollister guy. I, I just want to walk through uh, little slips journey through the mall here. It's, it's like a very horny trip. That's a- actually just the beginning too. <laughs> if you, if you guys know the store BB's, you remember that yes. store? Yeah, Dude, that used to be rocket central station all and right. it was all glass wall. You were 12. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just saying you remember stuff like that. So you get all horned up at Spencer's cool down with a, what are you eating again? Uh, Wetzel, 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 and then go chase ass at Hollister. Yeah. That's it. It's a pretty good day. So I was an Abercrombie guy, actually. Funny story. I applied when I was 16, maybe 17 to Abercrombie. All right, Gucci belt, private boy. <laughs> I literally just said I had to wear it <laughs> But uh, I, I got a job at Abercrombie, and I was, like, on call. And, like, I didn't get called for, like, the first four or five weeks while I was there. And I kept calling in there, like, yeah, we just don't have shifts for you. Yeah. So I was like, fuck it. Then one morning they called. <laughs> Didn't go, did you? Blew it off. <laughs> never, never went back to Abercrombie yeah, after that. So you said you haven't seen that documentary? No. Oh, you got to check it out. You'll realize why you weren't called. Oh, okay. Well, we'll Ooh. see what happens. You but. were ugly. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this, though. One of the most underrated stores at Lakeside, specifically, I'm pretty sure it was at Somerset as well, but you guys remember Brooksource? Yeah. Where oh, they yeah. had like all the sweet massage chairs yeah. and like all the weird, just random stuff. You'd go in there and like sit on everything, lay on the pillows. Yeah. Never bought anything though. Just uh, consistently in, went in there and dicked around. In a show, in a, in that vein, do you guys remember Sharper Image? Yes. yes. Like, same thing. Yes. That was like, 
I felt like was it with Brookstone? You said yes, was, Brookstone. I, oh not yeah, yeah. Source. I, I, I feel like Brookstone was a little bigger. Sharper Image was like you. It was like the future. Yeah, like it was just like there was like a robot dog barking at you and like all this wild stuff. I thought that store was like so cool. Brookstone had like massage chairs, like globes. Yeah, yes. like yeah, the most was, random shit. Yeah. Also, uh, Fort. I remember Fye. I think those are yeah. still around. Fye. A bit. I was big Fye guy. Yeah. I used to buy music there, video yeah, games. Yeah, that's when you like were buying. Yeah, yeah, you couldn't buy it on your Xbox right. or download it from Spotify. Damn. Yeah. I will say the day Lakeside died is the day that A and W moved out of the food court because oh, I feel like A and W was a big staple, and. Uh-huh. Uh, you know what? They just they didn't make it. Although Flaming Walk, there you go. I That's was there. a staple, boy. <laughs> Flaming Walk. I went there the this last week. Flaming Walk is one of three restaurants in the food court. Only three restaurants in the food court now at Lakeside. Sheesh. That's the only store that's given away more chicken than they've actually sold. I mean, they had to stop. Inflation was too <laughs> high. They couldn't they, they couldn't give it away anymore. But um, either way, malls were a great thing. Um, I think they're going to be a thing of the past. I don't think our kids will get to experience malls like we got to experience one day. And I think, uh, you know, they may become somewhat extinct here in the next 15 to 20 years. I'm curious. Like, I agree with that, like, on the surface. I just always wonder, too. I just feel like old shit has, like, people have, like, record players back in their house. Right. I have, like, a new school record player. Now, it's a lot different than, like, building a mall or going to a mall. But it's, like, I could just see, like, in 20 years, someone, someone having this, like, it's a multi-use. They don't call it a mall. You know, they call it like this multi-use mixed r- retail epicenter. Right. And it's just a fucking mall. Yeah, but I could it's, see that. But it's like, I don't know. I could see it like potentially being a nostalgic way to get back to it. It's all themed like the 90s or something. Because if you got anybody seen Stranger Things, they make going to the mall look like the coolest fucking thing in the world. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Well, it was. It was. You know, but my fear is... With the metaverse and everything, the malls are going to be a thing of the past. So, I don't know. Good time of year. Santa's still at the mall. Get some nostalgia back in your veins. I know you're not working these next two weeks. Go to the mall, grab a Wetzel pretzel, sit, and watch all the pit bulls and parolees walk around. (laughs) Just like old times. Just like old times. Those were great times, the old 14, 15, 13-year-old days at the mall, man. Some of the best. Yeah. Good times, good times, boys, and good talk, good chat, good catch up with it. But people that are listening have lives and things to do. So let's get into the end of our show, which is over under. Jerry sending a buzzer beater this evening. We appreciate you. Um, you know, I text him, he sends. So he's just as much a part of this show as us three, and we appreciate you, Jer. Uh, I know I've given you a lot of shit over the years, and I will continue to do that, but you've been on the money with these lists. So Jerry has emailed me. I haven't seen the list. We're going to get an over-under and close this out. He leads it off with LGRW. The boys are slumping lately. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah. God damn it. A lot of injuries, a lot of bad goalie play. Yeah. We're banged up. All right. Number one. Number one, over-under. We're going to lead off with the big slip bandit. Number one, going to church. Going to church. Could be a controversial topic. Well, Could you be. know what I said last week. <laughs> Christ, Christmas, oh, I'm sorry, underrated. <laughs> Got to get to church at least once a year, me personally. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> an every weekend year. guy. I'll be honest. I'm a Christmas, maybe Easter guy. Get out there. Nothing wrong with it. Taking the Lord. Taking Christ. There it is. See, Going to church is one of those things where you do it and you feel great. It's like going to the gym. Yeah. Like after you do it, you're like, God, I, I get cleansed. I feel good. Yeah. 
I like going to church. With that being said, it falls on my other weekly holiday, NFL Sundays. Right. So Rather there's a big conflict of interest this time of year. Um, and uh, I can't really make it to church too much. Yeah. Only because of the fact that I'm lazy and, and this job. no other reason of that. And this job. <laughs> yes. you, have to, you have to do your job. Yes, exactly. So, Work. yeah, I mean, I'm working on Sundays. Exactly. I have to watch all the games. I mean, hey, contractual obligations exactly. with champagne. Yeah. But, watch, so, them from, uh, watch them from church. Yeah, but nonetheless, um, I agree with you, Lou. Get spiritual. It's the season of Christ. Going to church is underrated. Good on you guys. Um, you know, wish I felt the same way you guys did. Went to, as it's been mentioned fucking 20 times, private schools, uh, which were Catholic schools for grade school and high school. Went to church every month, every week, ever whatever it was. I am not a church fan. Uh, don't really like being in there. Don't really like the ceremony of it. Don't really like all the money that goes into it. That's like a whole nother conversation. Uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with anybody going to church and not trying to offend anybody with this opinion. Church just ain't for me. Uh, I just, I don't really like it. I kind of feel uncomfortable in there and maybe, maybe that's, maybe I'm a sinful man. Maybe that's just why I feel uncomfortable in there, but I'm going to say going to church is overrated. Hot start there, Jer. Religion. Wow. Number two, uh, a do-it-yourself car wash. A do-it-yourself car wash. Now, I'm not sure if that means just like washing it in your driveway or if it's one of those where you like pop 25 cents. In That's what I'm those. thinking. He's like, they give you the power washer, but yeah. you do all the work. Yeah, but again, over-under is created to be open for interpretation. So sure. take it any way you want. Overrated. Mr. C's is awesome. Know why it's awesome? They do a great job and I don't have to do shit. I'm a Mr. C's loyalist. With that being said, do-it-yourself car washes are overrated. Um, yeah, I'll agree. I am as, as much as I'm not a church guy, I'm also not like a car wash guy, which is kind of lame of me, but I just, it's never on the top of my list to wash my car. It's just, it's lives outside. It's an outside vehicle. It's not like a dream car by any stretch of the imagination. So I don't really wash my car at all as much as I should. <laughs> so I, maybe, maybe I'm, I'm having kind of a self-reflective over under here, but, uh, I'm going to say it's overrated. All right. All right. I actually do in the summertime. I like washing my car in the driveway, like doing it myself, but like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to go to a place where they like give me a hose or a power Correct. washer yes. to do it. Yes. Um, so with that being said, if I'm going to get my go somewhere to get my car washed, I'm going to sit in my car and have them wash it for me. Yes. And, so, and, and I do, overrated. I do agree. If I am going to wash the car myself, I'm just doing it in my driveway. Right. I'm hosing her down, scrubbing her dub, get the wax out. Yeah. No, not really for me, but okay. yeah, sure. You're, you take better care of your cards. Number three, I'm up. Number three, the Godfather movies. Godfather movies, I'm not going to sit here and say those are overrated. Are you Ever. fucking crazy? They're awesome. They're underrated. They're like the birth, like the the uh, the marquee gangster movie that every gangster movie and show made after is, uh, you know, uh, compared against. One and two are amazing. Number three is pretty weak, yeah. which is a pretty standard opinion across the board, but overall underrated. Godfather. I'll agree uh, with that, Frank. Keep it short and sweet. Godfather 2 was an absolute fucking missile, yep. if you ask me. One, obviously very good as well. Three, eh, very underrated. One of the all-time great fucking movie series. Goat stuff. I mean, I don't have much to add to you guys, what you guys said. Underrated. All right. Uh, next one is a very timely one for the time of year. Many say she is fully defrosted at this time, and once again, she is up number one on the billboard 100 and she makes like 2.5 million dollars every december we're talking mariah carey over underrated uh man i really like like <laughs> a lot of her old songs and stuff are awesome but her like ugh, fuck 
Underrated. She has too good of music. <laughs> I can't. I can't go south. <laughs> Underrated. Underrated, huh? Okay. Uh, I agree. I think Mariah Carey's got probably two out of the five best Christmas songs ever. Um, I don't care how many times you hear it. To me, it never gets old. Mariah Carey, underrated. Mariah Carey was just too much of like a legend uh, growing up, and she was also like one of the most attractive women in the world when we were going to malls and shit like that. Yep. Uh, had the beef with Eminem, which would be the only reason I'd call her overrated, but she's done too much good stuff. And to be completely honest... That is Eminem's best diss track ever, The Warning. For it's, sure. It's my favorite. So Easily. the fact that she provoked him to do that, thank you, Mariah. Yeah. She also has some very funny YouTubes of trying to sing live, like recently, that you should check out. They're just very funny. <laughs> Mariah Carey, underrated. Um, last one on the list, number five. I f- don't know who's up. I thought I did Me. pretty well this round. Yep. That's Me, it. right here. Five, Salt Bay. <laughs> that guy, he's, he's over. He's, he played out. He reminds me of uh, Liver King. He kind of had his couple minutes of fame. I saw he got stiff-armed by Messi and the rest of the Argentinian soccer team. Salt Bay, hey, I like your thing. I like your whole shtick, but, like, know your role. Overrated. Yeah, I'm, I'm right with you. Overrated. I never really liked the guy. I never really understood. He was the same thing. Like, I don't get why you're famous. I don't get why you're a thing. And then wasn't he caught lying about something? Like, he doesn't actually know how to cook or something Something, something like weird. That. Yeah, probably. And then, but why has he been around the World Cup? Is he Argentinian? No, he just had all that money from his restaurants. I mean, it's like fucking but he 500 was like bucks the, a I steak. I saw him like on the field, like holding the trophy and stuff. Yeah, and like a so I was actually going to talk about yeah. that. He got dogged bad on social media over this last week that like he was a complete weirdo. He was like grabbing the, the fucking trophy from the players, grabbing yeah. their arms, trying to get them to like take pictures with them. He was biting their gold medals, like all this weird shit. Like, and, dude, uh, you didn't play. No, I know. And he's, he is like clout chasing to a fucking T. I yes. saw, I saw the one video I saw was him holding the trophy and one of the players was holding a kid. I'm, I'm assuming their own kid. Yeah, yeah. And the kid, he was taking his kid's hand to like touch the trophy and Salt Bay kept like, Pulling it away, but not in like a cute, like, how no, messy he's with a you huge loser. And like players yeah. had to grab him right. and like let the kid touch the trophy. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Weird stuff, all overrated there on Salt Bay. But what's not overrated is you guys listening to the Fizz. So thank you so much for listening to episode 89. Merry Christmas to everyone and good luck on your bets this weekend. Take a look at the Instagram early Saturday where you'll have Easy Street, which is all our betting picks. It is sponsored by PointsBet. If you are new to PointsBet, sign up, use the code CHAMPAGNE, and your first bet will be matched up to a certain amount. I'm not 100% positive, but it's enough. It's enough. Go check that out. Uh, If you are listening on Spotify or iTunes, please write a review and rate us five stars if you feel like we deserve it. We appreciate you guys listening. Go Lions, and good luck on all your bets this weekend. Merry Christmas, team. Thank you all for the support, and have a very Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. One fucking pride. Go Lions. Go Lions! Ah!